Thanks to Brilliant for supporting this SciShow video. To keep building your STEM skills beyond this video, you can check out brilliant.org scishow. That link will give you 20% off an annual premium subscription. Getting older is hard. Not only do your clothes go out of fashion and slang stops making sense, but you could also lose your hearing and even experience cognitive decline. And as it turns out, those two things might be related. The hearing loss and cognitive stuff, that is. Several studies show that there's a link between hearing loss and dementia, though scientists are still working to understand exactly what's causing it. While that sounds like it doesn't bode well for the majority of elderly people who experience some extent of hearing loss, this may be good news. Because while we don't have a cure for dementia right now, we do have treatments for hearing loss. So if hearing loss is a contributor to dementia, we can do something to prevent it. Now the term hearing loss refers to a process that happens to people who had average hearing earlier in life and experienced a decline in hearing as they aged. This can come from all sorts of sources, like loud sounds damaging your hearing cells, genetics making you more susceptible to that sound damage, age-related brain cell deterioration, and insufficient energy for hearing cells to function. As it turns out, about two-thirds of adults over 70 years old in the U.S. experience hearing loss. That's a lot of people. And the extent of their hearing loss isn't the same either. As with most things in life, hearing falls somewhere on a spectrum. To get a measurement of the extent of someone's hearing loss, they can either fill out a questionnaire or take a hearing test. The hearing test plays sounds at different intensities to identify the range of sounds that the person can hear. If the test results show that they can't consistently hear sounds softer than 25 decibels, then they're considered to have clinical hearing loss, although the exact cutoff can vary. So everyone has a different cutoff volume where you can no longer consistently hear sounds. It's called your pure tone average, or PTA score. The higher your score, the more severe your hearing loss. If your PTA score is high enough for a formal hearing loss diagnosis, then you might have the option to wear hearing aids to increase the range of sounds you can detect, making hearing aids an effective treatment for a common problem. The trouble is, only 14% of people who need them actually wear hearing aids. Many people never even see a specialist for hearing loss, thinking that cranking up their TV volume is just another trivial part of getting older, just like a penchant for hard candies. But we're starting to learn that age-related hearing loss, when untreated, could increase your risk for developing dementia. A 2011 study from Johns Hopkins University found that the risk of dementia was increased in people with age-related hearing loss. Participants with average hearing had lower risk than those with mild hearing loss, who had lower risk than participants with moderate hearing loss, who had lower risk than those with severe hearing loss. So that would suggest that the worse your hearing gets, the greater your risk of dementia becomes. And that's not all. A 2019 study out of Columbia and George Washington University found that this effect isn't limited to the most extreme cases of hearing loss. The participants in this study that didn't meet the clinical threshold for hearing loss still showed cognitive declines compared to people without any hearing loss. On average, participants with PTA scores between 1 and 10 scored higher on cognitive tests than participants with scores of 11 to 20. So even a 10 decibel loss was significantly associated with cognitive impairment across a variety of tests. What's more surprising is that this association is even stronger for participants with PTA scores between 1 and 25 compared to those with scores above 25. All this might be a sign that doctors should reconsider that clinical hearing loss cutoff of 25 decibels so they could detect and treat more subtle hearing loss that also
also affects your cognition. That said, we probably can't go update all the medical textbooks with a new cutoff until we identify what a better threshold even would be. And we still need more data to say that hearing loss causes dementia in the first place. What we've described so far are associations between hearing loss and dementia, but it's not clear if the hearing loss is actually causing the cognitive declines. It could be a link in the chain that leads to dementia, though. That 2011 paper pointed out that people who experience hearing loss have to put more of their mental resources towards hearing, which may leave fewer resources for things like memory. On top of that, people experiencing hearing loss may be socially isolated because communication becomes more difficult. And there's data linking social isolation with dementia. So hearing loss could indirectly lead to dementia by preventing communication and social interactions. Or hearing loss and dementia could both be symptoms of some other widespread problem like vascular disease, which would mean that hearing loss could be a red flag that dementia is brewing. And there's data to back up this red flag idea. The 2011 study showed that people who developed dementia lost about double the decibels of hearing per year compared to those who didn't develop it. But whether or not hearing loss causes those cognitive declines, the big question is if there's anything we can do about it. If hearing loss is in some way responsible for people developing dementia, then treating the hearing loss should prevent it, which is where hearing aids come in. But early research into this prevention technique wasn't terribly promising, showing no association between self-reported hearing aid use and dementia. But those researchers didn't design their experiment around hearing aids. The 2011 study didn't include any data on how often participants wore their hearing aids, what kinds of devices they used, or even if the participants were using the right device for their diagnosis. And some scientists think it could take years for the effect of hearing aids to kick in. So if people who just started wearing hearing aids were mixed in with people who have been wearing them for years, the results would be harder to interpret. So at that point, there was a lot left to be understood about the role of hearing aids in cognitive decline. And good news, other studies were already underway. In 2018, a study that followed up with participants over 25 years concluded that people who wore hearing aids were at lower risk of dementia. Now, that study was based on how well the participants thought they could hear, rather than performance in hearing tests. And while that metric is correlated with hearing test outcomes, it's not quite as empirical as tests that define their exact decibel loss. So the perfect experiment hasn't been conducted yet, but none of the studies conducted so far say that using hearing aids is worse than not using them. And dementia still isn't reversible, so if hearing loss is causing dementia, raising the hearing loss threshold and actually implementing the treatments available could change lives. It's a testament to modern medical research that we're starting to figure out this relationship. And you heard it here first. If you're still watching at the end of this video, you probably agree that dementia and memory loss need to be understood better. And if you want to understand memory in a new way, you could take the brilliant course on artificial neural networks. This course offers 28 interactive lessons, including long, short-term memory, which teaches you how models process new data by remembering what they just processed. Brilliant's interactive courses are made by dedicated math and science educators and lifelong learners from MIT, Caltech, Duke, and more. But that doesn't mean you have to be a college student to keep learning. Brilliant courses are designed for people of all levels, so you can just jump in at any point and work your way to mastery. Brilliant has supported SciShow videos for years, including this video. And if you want to support Brilliant, you can click the link in the description down below, which will give you 20% off an annual premium subscription. Before you commit to a year of Brilliant, you can try it for free by using that link or by visiting brilliant.org scishow.